Welcome to Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. Are you hungry to hear more about our beautiful Savior Jesus? Well, the Bible declares that grace and peace are multiplied to us in the knowledge of Jesus. Join me for revelatory teaching, interviews with leaders in the body of Christ, and testimonies of God's goodness in your life. Thanks for joining the conversation to reveal more of Jesus to a hurting world today. Hello, friends, and welcome to Revealing Jesus. I'm so excited to have you with me here today. I have a huge treat for you. So I had the pleasure of recording this conversation with Hannah Kerr. For those of you who haven't been listening to this podcast, we are doing a big evangelistic concert on November 13th with Colton Dixon, Hannah Kerr, and Jordan St. Cyr. So blown away by these amazing Christian artists. They have such beautiful and vulnerable hearts and have such incredible walks with Jesus. And I'm so thankful that they are using their music to share their stories and help reveal Jesus. And so I have this amazing conversation here for you today. Hannah and I talk about the power of vulnerability and how Jesus longs to embrace us in our places of shame. And when we bring him into that, and when we can embrace ourselves and each other in those places, we can watch our shame dissolve. So I want you to listen, and I want you to get ready to have your shame dissolved as you get really vulnerable and honest with Jesus. And I hope and I pray that this blesses your heart as much as it blessed mine. Let's listen. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina, and I am so excited to have you with me here today. I hope and I pray that you are doing well right where you are and enjoying the continuously flowing favor of grace pouring from our beautiful Savior and Father in heaven. I've got a great show for you today. I've got an amazing Christian artist with me here today. She is a worship leader as well and the singer of the same God. I have with me today Hannah Kerr. Hannah, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored to be here. Oh my gosh. Well, it's it's such an honor for me as well. You know, of those of you listening out there, you know that we're getting ready to do this huge um, miracles concert with Colton Dixon and Hannah Kerr and Jordan St. Cyr. And I'm so amazed to get to work beside all of these beautiful Christian artists. Um, so I'm, I'm so excited, Hannah. We're, I'm just believing God for just really big things at this concert. Me too. We are so excited to be there. And it's been amazing to see even just what God has already done in these shows and these moments of worship. And so we're so excited to be with you. Thank you so much for bringing us in and giving us the opportunity to share our stories and songs. Um, it's going to be so great. I'm, I'm so excited. Oh, me too. You know, the Lord has really impressed upon my heart. He just really wants to be good to people. You you mentioned how it's amazing to see what God is already doing um, through these shows, through this tour. Can you talk a little bit about what you're seeing him already do? Absolutely. I think 
especially after the year of quarantine and not being able to do shows, not being able to be with the body of Christ, um, being able to be out there again and just see people face to face, to lock eyes and tell Mm -hmm. people that they're loved and to sing these songs that God has given us. um, It just has such a special a special thing about it right now. It just feels like God is really showing me how to be grateful and to never take it for granted again, um, to lead worship and to be with the people of, of, you know, Christian people and people that I love being around, um, just to say that God loves them and to see, um, how they've responded to the message. There's this one story that sticks out to me from one show that we did in North Carolina, And this lady was in the front row and she was just worshiping. I mean, Mm. she was dancing. She was yelling. Like she was, it was so beautiful, honestly, just watching her have no worries in the world, just worshiping Jesus. And that ministered to me so much during all of my songs, just to see her. I feel like she was even doing some sign language. And after the show, I told her that while I was singing, I felt like God really just impressed on me to tell her that her worship blessed him. And I Mm. had kind of the image of the woman coming in to um, anoint Jesus's feet and wash um, his feet with her tears and how Jesus was so blessed by that act of worship. And I felt like, you know, she kind of was that woman to me. It just kind of brought that story to mind. And she shared with me that she um, had been addicted to drugs and alcohol for years and years, and God freed her from it in an instant um, a few years ago. And she said that if she could be so all in on her addiction, then how much more should she be all in on the God that freed her from it? Oh my gosh. It's just crazy amazing. It was awesome. Like she just said that ever since she's been free from her addiction, she just can't help herself but just worship Mm. um, and have just reckless abandon, just not worried about what anyone thinks or anything. And she was so beautiful. And it just was such a good reminder to me of why we lead worship, why we sing songs. Um, It's to allow those moments to happen for people to be Mm -hmm. worshiping the King of Kings. And it was just such a good reminder. Um, And yeah, that was just the very last show that we did. And it blessed my heart so much. So I want to be more like that lady and just worship Jesus for everything that he is and forget about myself, not worrying what people think or having any, you know, self-consciousness, but just worshiping Jesus and saying that he is beautiful because he is. Oh my gosh, I love that so much. You know, I, I'm such a worshiper at heart, so I really identify with that. I don't feel like I've worshipped until I've become a heap of tears and gratitude on the floor. Yeah. And I, I just, oh my gosh, like I live to worship and I love that. So Lord, I just thank you for thousands of those people in these shows. God, I'm just so excited. Like, you know, amazing things happen when we lose ourselves in worship like that. God takes over and his beauty becomes so manifest. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we get to, there's such a freedom, such a purity and a freedom when our eyes are focused on him and not ourselves. Oh gosh, it's such a pleasure to lose ourselves. Yeah, (laughs) it is. It absolutely is. I love it. Hannah, that's beautiful. I've shared so much about you, about you, maybe something personal that I haven't already shared. 
Sure. Um, so I actually um, got married in the middle of quarantine. Um, it had just started and my husband and I, his name is Jason, and we um, we got married on March 29th, 2020. So it was like two weeks after everything wow. went crazy with COVID. And we had already been dating for four and a half years and engaged for a year. So we were like, we are not pushing this wedding. We are getting married. <laughs> and um, we were just trusting God with whatever outcome it was of that day. Mm-hmm. And it honestly was so amazing to see how God worked because we had planned this whole big party. It was so beautiful. It was going to be so great. And God just, you know, took all of that, all those plans and he made them into something so much better, Mm -hmm. so much simpler. And we couldn't have any guests. We couldn't have any sort of, you know, party in the way that we planned it. But we were able to get married and it was just our parents and our our families. And there was, I think, 13 people there total. Wow. And just the little things throughout the day that he paid attention to and that he just kind of reminded us that he was with us and he was, you know, seeing every moment of that day. It just felt so beautiful. And Mm. we literally just got married and that was it. Like we just dressed up in our nice clothes and worshiped and um, sang with our families. And there was nothing elaborate. There was, you know, no pomp and circumstance. It was just like a beautiful, simple pure day. And I don't know, I just, that is the most tangible example that I have in my life the past few years of just trusting God and we can make all these plans and, you know, think that we know exactly how things are going to turn out, but we don't have control. And 10 times out of 10, God is going to have a plan that is better than what we plan. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just learning a lot right now about learning to trust God with the outcome of all situations in my life. Just learning to surrender a little bit more and say, God, you know how this needs to be. It's your will and not mine. And he's come through every time in so many ways this year. Um, We also bought a house a few months ago, and that's our first like big adult purchase. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And just that whole process, like we learned so much about trusting him. It took us eight months, 21 offers on 21 different houses. Um, It was such a season of hearing no and rejection, Mm -hmm. it felt like. And that was honestly really hard, but we learned so much about trusting God with timing. Like just the place that we are now, the location in Nashville, the proximity to our family, and it's just, it worked out exactly the way it needed to, even though it was hard along the way. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, I feel like even though I've had so many amazing things happen, you know, with music and my career, I feel like overall God is just growing me in my personal life and my personal walk with him um, in so many ways. And so thankful for the gift of marriage and the gift of trusting God. Um, But yeah, that's something kind of personal in the past couple of years, at least that I've been learning and just, yeah, a little bit more about, about me. That's so awesome. First of all, congratulations. I, what a, what an amazing and beautiful thing. And I'm sure that was so hard at first, just, you know, trusting him with that. But I'm so glad that he made it into something so simple and beautiful for you. Me too. Um, what a treasure. I love that. He does that. He, you know, he takes our plans and, you know, he, he, um, he does what is needed to be done and what is best. And, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes it doesn't always look the way we think it will look, but it's, it's always kind of what we need, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, yeah, absolutely. It is a journey of just really trusting him with those things. And yeah, how how did you meet Jesus? So I was really blessed to grow up in a very strong Christian family. Um, I actually accepted Jesus when I was five years old. So mm. it was one of my first memories, honestly, um, meeting the Lord. And so growing up, both my parents were worship leaders. And so I grew up in the church. I mean, we like our playground was the aisles of our church and <laughs> just grew up surrounded by so many people who love the Lord. And that was so sweet because I got to see the impact of Jesus on someone's life from the time I was born. And I knew that whatever my parents had, whatever the joy that they had in all circumstances, I knew that I wanted that in whatever way a five-year-old can really know. Um, And so I remember just telling my dad, you know, dad, I'm ready. And he's like, ready for what? And (laughs) I said, I'm ready to have Jesus in my heart. I'm ready for that. And he was like, okay, you're five years old, but let's go ahead and pray. And so we sat at the top of the staircase um, in my childhood home, and my dad kind of led me through praying and asking Jesus into my heart and confessing my sins and realizing what God had done for me through Jesus on the cross. And so I say that my moment of salvation was when I was five, but I think that so much of my life and my journey with God has been just that. It's been a journey. And Mm -hmm. I've and grown so much. I remember being a sophomore in high school, so I was probably about 14 when I really, really felt like I knew and understood what God had done for me. Um, I was at a, a retreat for my church, my student ministry, and we were singing, Jesus paid it all. And we get to this alternate bridge part that's in some versions that says, mm. oh, praise the one who paid my debt and raised this life up from the dead. And I felt like for some reason in that moment, it was just an acoustic worship set, but in that moment, I felt like God just opened my eyes to really understand the gravity of the cross and mm-hmm. the gravity of a God who paid my debt. And because of that, he He raised my life from the dead with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I just, I just had this moment where it all clicked. And so I got baptized after that trip. Um, just because I felt like I was truly ready to say I, I'm all in on Jesus and I want to live my life for him. And that same summer that I had that experience is when I, I started feeling called into music. And I, um, I joined the worship band at my church and I you know was one of the singers in the band. And that's when I really started to write songs and when I started to realize how much I loved worshiping. Mm-hmm. And I never really thought about being a singer, to be honest, until then. Um, I always thought I would be like an elementary school teacher or I don't know. I just I never really considered doing music, even though it was something that I've always loved. Mm-hmm. And it was really after I had that moment with God and realized what he had done for me and decided to live my life all out for him um, that he really put the call to music ministry on my heart. And so from there, it just felt like he continued to grow in me this love and this passion for writing songs and for people and sharing those songs with people and um, you know, telling people that they belong. I think that's mm-hmm. a big thing in my ministry is just you know, sharing my story in hopes that someone else realizes that they're not alone and can say, oh, I've been through that too. And um, we can talk about that and share that together and ultimately be pointed to Jesus and um, what he says about our circumstances. And so, yeah, I just feel like my life has always been a journey of 
learning to trust God and really getting to know Jesus for everything that he is. Um, I feel like even now, you know, it's been 10 years since that experience um, that I had on that trip. And I love Jesus more today than I ever did 10 years ago. It's just crazy how much he keeps revealing parts of himself to me um, Mm -hmm. up until today. You know, it's just there's something new every day to learn from his word and um, from him. And so I'm just really thankful because I think we all have a lifetime ahead of us of learning Mm -hmm. about God and there's endless things to know. And so I'm just excited as I look to the future for what God's going to do and how he's going to keep revealing himself to me. I love that so much. You know, even the oldest of us are still on a journey. Yeah. <laughs> and we never stop learning. And there's always more of him. You know, he's he's endless, absolutely yeah. endless. And I think the more that we see of him, the more we hunger for him. Absolutely. You know? And and I I love that. I love um that we can come to his word and receive more of him. I love that we can worship extravagantly and just see more of him. I'm so thankful for the gifts, you know, that God has given to the church um, to see more of him, to hear more of him. And uh, it's, it's just such a beautiful life and a beautiful journey. His, he is truly boundless and, you know, we get to go as far as we'd like to go, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We really do. And he invites us all in. He he never says, oh, you know, you're not tall enough or you're the wrong gender or you didn't go yeah. to school long enough. He's always inviting. You know, I love that the new covenant says all will know me because mm-hmm. I will be merciful to their unrighteousnesses and their sins and lawless deeds. I will remember no more. And so that little five-year-old girl, you know, Who's, who began to see the beauty of Jesus. He invited you in right there in that moment. Mm-hmm. And you were just a little girl, you know. You know, I was seven when I was I was saved, when I accepted Jesus, when I, I heard about him for the first time. But it's so beautiful. Sometimes we forget that, that Jesus is so simple, yet he's so profound. Mm-hmm. He invites all of us to the table. And, you know, that's the beautiful thing. When you, when you write, you know, you're writing your heart, your prayers, you're telling your story. What's the story behind your uh, new song, Grave? Yeah, so um, Grave is a song that means a lot to me. It's kind of interesting because it's a fun kind of upbeat pop song, but Mm -hmm. it really comes from a a really personal place in my life. Um, So I, in the past year, I've kind of been on this journey of learning to let go of shame in my life. Mm, um, that's, I think that's, a, that's a journey right there. It's, <laughs> yes. And I think it's a journey I'll be on for the rest of my life. But my husband and I did this amazing counseling trip. Um, we were supposed to do it before we were married, but we ended up because of COVID doing it six months into being married, which was the way to do it. But we did this counseling trip where we really just went into our stories and our counselors kind of walked us through how to deal with certain aspects of our stories that were difficult. Mm-hmm. And for the first time in my life, I realized that I was carrying around so much shame, which mm-hmm. shame tells us that we're not good enough and that we're never yeah. going to be good enough. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be related to an event. C- guilt kind of is more about feeling bad about something that you did, but shame is just feeling bad about who you are. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I had been carrying that around for so long and really struggling to believe that God 
freed me and that he loves me exactly as I am. Um, And so that was such a big breakthrough for me, just realizing how beloved I am and how God loves us all exactly as we are. Um, And we don't have to carry around shame anymore because he says that he's freed us and what he's done on the cross has, has freed us from all of that sin and shame that we deal with. And even though it's a battle that we face every day, I think it's so important to give it to God and step into the freedom that he offers us. Mm-hmm. And so the song really is just about how I've struggled to listen, you know, to God. I've always, you know, found myself coming back to listening to the voice of shame. And this song is me declaring that I'm going to listen to the voice of God and say, I have been set free. And now I get to live free and know that God has taken all of my sin and shame and he's left it behind him in the grave. When he rose up from the dead, he left all that behind. We've been forgiven. We are loved completely as we are. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that song is all about that journey for me and kind of wrapped up in a up-tempo pop but in a bubble, but it's really a a journey that has meant a lot to me and has been something that I, I feel like I need to share with everyone. Just, Mm -hmm. Hey, I've been carrying around the shame, but God has freed me from it and he's freed you from it too. I love that so much. And I love that it's wrapped up in an up tempo kind of beat because I feel like if you're going to talk about shame, (laughs) Yeah. You're going to, you got to have to get some upbeat tempo in there, you know? Exactly. And my co-writers, when I brought them the idea, I just had the the phrase, um, you left my shame in the grave. That's just what I had yeah. in my notes on my phone. And my co-writers were like, you know, it'd be so easy to write, you know, a ballad or a really slow yeah. emotional song yeah. about this. And that, that would, would have been great probably, but we challenged ourselves to write it in a way that was really accessible um, I think when you start talking yeah. about shame, sometimes people want to run away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I can hear them running right yeah. now. <laughs> exactly. Or like, oh, she's talking about shame. I got to go. So <laughs> right. I wanted it to be really, really accessible and just, you know, allowing people to kind of hear about the topic of shame in a way that feels a little bit easier to listen to. <laughs> I love that. I absolutely, you know, a, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down, right? <laughs> absolutely. That is it right there. And every mama knows this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I love that. You know, you know, I've, I've too, I think we've all had our, dealt with our shame gremlins, um, you know, at some level or another, you know, and encounter yeah. that, that terrible, terrible place. But something really powerful I learned about that place is when you can see Jesus embracing you right there in it, and you can embrace yourself right there in it, there is Mm -hmm. something so powerful about embracing ourselves right there in the midst of the shame. And, um, you know, I love, uh, I I absolutely love uh, Brene Brown. Have you ever listened to her? I have, yes. Yeah, she's a shame researcher, and I've, I've loved listening to her, her things. But um, one of the most powerful things that we can do is, is be vulnerable, you know? Mm-hmm. And sometimes people have this idea about vulnerability in the Christian church. They think, oh, I can't be vulnerable with God because, you know, he's going to be angry with me. And they forget that he is this omnipotent, all-knowing and he's already embraced you right in the midst of that filth. He's already stepped right into it. Your 
your shame and your sin, your weakness, your failure has never deterred God from coming to you. Mm-hmm. And in fact, it's in those moments, you know, when he draws the closest and just, wow, just knowing that our wretchedness never repulsed our beautiful Jesus. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. And I, I love the story of the leper. You know, when Jesus heals the leper, the leper comes to him after hearing um, after hearing the Sermon on the Mount. And he says to him, he says, if you are willing, you can make me clean. And our beautiful Jesus, in that moment, he not only looked at him and he reassured him that he was willing, but he reached out and he touched a man who hadn't been touched in so long. And that's our Jesus. That's who he is. You know, right there in our own wretchedness. You know, I I don't know if many people know much about uh, leprosy, but leprosy, you know, is a bacterial disease and it actually causes the skin to rot. And a lot of times the lepers, they'll, they'll have missing body parts, missing fingers, toes and things. And it smells very, very badly. But our Jesus... He, it, it didn't repulse him. He looked at him and he said, you are worth it to me for me to reach my hand out and touch you. You know, we are made for human interaction. We're made for connection. And, you know, Jesus has this way of reaching into our deepest, darkest and ugliest moments. And he loves to touch us and say, I'm willing. I'm with you. I'm right here. You you know, I'm not going to run away from you, you know, and, and, and he's so beautiful, mm-hmm. so beautiful, you know, he, he's just so beautiful. The way that he does things, it just wrecks me. <laughs> oh, to be like you, Jesus, you know, and I, I love mm-hmm. that. And if we can just embrace ourselves and embrace each other the way that he embraces us right there in those moments of vulnerability and just brokenness. Wow. We can turn this world upside down. I really believe that. I do too. Thank you for writing your story and thank you for putting it in a way that helps the medicine go down. And, you know, I pray that people listening to this, you know, they'll listen to your song and they'll say, he's here with me. Yeah. Yeah. I think I love that story of the leper so much. Um, my husband and I actually have been watching the Chosen series mm. and um, it's so good. And one of the episodes features that story of the leper. Mm. And I feel like it's also so amazing that 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 man took the chance to be rejected, that he said, I believe so much in Jesus that I'm just going to go on a limb and be vulnerable and ask him to heal me. Mm -hmm. And Jesus could have said no, but that wasn't his character. And I think that like you were saying about shame and being vulnerable, I think it's so important for us to be vulnerable because Jesus already knows, Mm -hmm. like he already knows everything that's going on and he chooses already to give us grace and to love us fully where we are. And I think when we just allow ourselves to air that out and just allow ourselves to be honest and vulnerable, Jesus is going to heal those things that we allow to be let out. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, that just has always struck me that one, that Jesus was so gracious and loving to that person, but also that that person was brave enough to just be vulnerable and open himself up 
to a Jesus that could love him like only Jesus can. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's been such a huge part of my story of just learning to be vulnerable and allowing God to see the parts of me that I might be ashamed of, or I might feel like don't measure up or aren't good enough or whatever things that the world says are not good enough. And he has always met me with love. Yes, And I think that's, that is the heart behind all of these songs that all artists share is here is where Jesus has met me with love. And here's my story of how he's intervened and how he's revealed himself. And when we're vulnerable enough to share our stories, whether it's in songs or in podcasts or in art or whatever it is, I think God really blesses that Mm -hmm. because it allows someone else to think that it might be okay for them to be vulnerable because they're going to be met by the love and grace of Jesus as well. Absolutely. 100%. And that's why, you know, when we first started, I said, this is more like a conversation than an interview. You know, mm. this is, it, this is revealing the beauty of Jesus in, in your life and in my life and in the lives of so many. And when we're honest, you know, when we can be vulnerable and, and really have a conversation with one another, you know, and just say, Hey, this is where I've been. And this is where he met me. It, it gives yeah. the person listening, you know, whether it's me or somebody else, it gives them the opportunity to say, you know what, if they met them there, he'll meet me here too, you know? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And you know, that's, I think that's when we begin to see real transformation. Absolutely. That's so true. I think one of my favorite quotes is that Jesus loves us exactly where we are, but he loves us too much to let us stay there. Mm-hmm. I think it's like Jesus, he meets us right where we are in our sin and our shame, but then he pulls us out of it and allows mm-hmm. us to be transformed, to be more like him. And that's what all of our stories are, is just, mm-hmm. you know, being sanctified and transformed by Jesus's perfect love. Um, not leaving in a place of sin and shame, not being left there by him, but he always brings us to where he is. And I love that about him, that, that yes. he loves us where we are, but he doesn't leave us there. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. You know, I mean, and if you just think about it, you know, one moment I think about my daughter and I think, you know, how much I love her. But, you know, I think about all the dreams and the plans I have for her life, you know. And so I teach her, you know, in those moments. At least I try anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. But, you know, like I I teach her because one day I do hope, you know, to see this, you know, beautiful woman, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, but I, I, but you have to love and embrace right where they are. You know, that's the first step. And I think um, there's something so powerful about loving and embracing ourselves right where we are. I think once we realize that, that Jesus loves us and embraces us right where we are. You know, I think we can do the same. There's such um, self-hatred in our culture. Yeah. And uh, it, it's really paralyzing. And it, it, it keeps us from being transformed into that very image. Because if we can't love ourselves, how can we love another? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And so, you know, it, it's a journey. It's all a journey. Thank you so much for sharing your journey and songs with us. I am so grateful and I am so looking forward to our time together for the concert. I think it's going to be amazing. You know, the Lord has just been impressing upon my heart that he just really wants to be good to people, Mm -hmm. you know, 
how, how much more do we need it right now? We always need it. Yeah. But how much more right now? Yeah. You know, and, and we have a good God. We do. Is there anything burning on your heart that you'd like to say directly to our audience members or maybe even pray over them? Um, I, I feel like if there's anything burning on my heart, it's just been the message of Isaiah 61. Um, I've been thinking about this whole passage for probably a month now. It just keeps coming up in my life. And um, verse 3 says, um, I will bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, mm. the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. And I think um, that's just a really small excerpt from the whole passage. You should go read the whole thing. But I really think that Jesus wants to give us a garment of praise mm -hmm. um, and to help us throw off our despair and our mourning and our ashes and bring beauty out of it. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's what our hope is for the concert coming up and for everything that we do, that God would just allow people to put on a garment of praise. And I pray for whoever is listening to this right now that you would be able to put on that garment of praise, mm -hmm. that God would just bless you with joy instead of mourning, um, mm -hmm. that he would bring beauty from your ashes, and that you would know that you are loved exactly where you are. You are seen exactly where you are. God has never forgotten about you and you have a special calling on your life to do something. Whatever it is, I know that God is going to bless it. I pray that you're able to be vulnerable, that you throw off your shame and that you know that you can worship without any worries, that God sees you where you are and he is blessed by your worship. When you mm. offer your gifts to him, he's blessed by that. Um, and so that's my prayer for each one of you listening today, that you would know how loved you are and that you would know that you have the opportunity and, and the choice to put on a garment of praise and to mm -hmm. have the freedom of Jesus because he offers it freely to everyone who asks. Um, so in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. I love that, Hannah, and I love that verse. You know, I'm that's my hope and my prayer as well, that people will experience that great exchange, you know, mm -hmm. beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, garment of praise for spirit of heaviness. Yeah. Because that's who Jesus is. He's constantly giving good we don't deserve. That's who he is. He just wants to be good. Yes. You know, he's just looking for a person to believe that and to reach up and take, you know, what he is giving by faith, you know? Yeah. And and because of what he's done, every single listener, every single person under the sound of our voices is qualified mm -hmm. because of what he's done on the cross to yep. receive good that they don't deserve. Absolutely. Isn't that beautiful? It is. <laughs> I it love is. it. I love it. Thank you so much for this conversation and for having me. I feel so honored to be talking with you and Aww. I can't wait to meet you in just a few weeks. I know. I can't wait to meet you either. Like I've been so blown away by you guys. You guys have just such beautiful hearts. I just thank you. It is such a great honor to have you with me. And I, I know God is just going to do such amazing things. I'm excited. Thank you so much for your ministry and for your heart for Jesus. I really think that you're able to show him to people who need him. And that's such a beautiful thing to see. So thank you for 
for having me and for for just being who you are. You're such a beautiful person. Oh, thank you, Hannah. You are as well. And I have loved this conversation. Me too. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I hope and I pray today's episode has blessed you. I will have links from today's podcast in the show notes on cpnshows.com under Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. You'll find additional resources to connect with us and our guest, Hannah Kerr, on hannahkerrmusic.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our Christina Prayer Ministries email list to get podcast episodes, blog posts, exclusive PDF downloads, and more sent right to your inbox. Just text JESUS to 1-833-815-7778. Until next week. May grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I hope today's episode has blessed you. Please subscribe, share it with your friends, and don't forget to sign up for our ministry mailing list for more encouraging content about our beautiful Savior, Jesus. Just text JESUS to 1-833-815-7778. That's 1-833-815-7778. 7778. And of course, it's your turn now to join the conversation. Send me your burning questions, leaders you would like to hear from in the body of Christ, your testimonies, and more. Just click join the conversation in the show notes. And for more information about our ministry, visit us at ChristinaPereira.org. Until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless. Hey everybody, I'm Christina from Christina Pro Ministries, and I am a passionate revivalist who loves to share Jesus with a hurting world. I am so excited to be partnering with Life Changing Productions to bring you the Colton Dixon Miracles Tour. Come hear incredible music by Colton Dixon, Hannah Kerr, Jordan St. Cyr and an encouraging message from me about our beautiful Jesus. If you need a miracle in your life, come and hear about our beautiful Savior who loves to give. The concert is November 13th at Victory Theaters. To get your tickets and enter to win two VIP tickets, go to the Life Changing Productions website at lcprva.com. lcprva.com. I hope to see you there.